Right, Pooch, I've got to try and get you home without getting you run over. So Wednesday has finally come, so I'm out for attempt number two. And I've come out a bit earlier. It's uh, must be about eight-ish. It's quarter to nine, and the sun is a bit lower, and there is not an atom of water vapor in the sky. So I have got, in certain spots, bright light. Bright, crisp highlights. So it's just going to be a case now, finding compositions. Got four sheets of film, ready to go. So I'm heading, I'm heading exactly back to the spot. Oh. I'm heading back to the spot. No. I'm heading to the exact spot I was at on Monday. And hope that the light will be in the right place. Come to a small realisation. Is that I was... Um, seeing all these compositions. Like a month ago. When there were no leaves on the trees. So there was more light getting down here to the under bit of the woods which is why I'm struggling now because now there's leaves so there's less light bouncing around down here which is why I've had to wait for today bright sunny today okay so I'm totally confused again um, my theoretical head has jumped all over my seasoned, tested negatives and gone. If you overexpose and overdevelop, you're just going to get a muddy print like what you got before. Because that's pulling film, and that's the opposite of what I want. So now I don't know what I'm exposing at and what I'm developing at at all. If I expose for 50 and develop for 400, I'm going to get a muddy print again. Whereas the only thing I haven't tried is exposing for 400 and developing for 400. But I don't think that's going to give me enough density. So I'm kind of at a bit of a loss. I don't know what to do for the best. Because there's no developing times for anything beyond 400. And I'm not practiced enough with Fomapan to guess. 
I mean, my instinct tells me if I expose 400, I'm going to get a very underexposed negative. And if I develop for 15 minutes, which I'm guessing would be about 800, I don't know what's going to happen. I suppose the best thing to do would be to do more testing, you know? But I'm fed up with testing, I'm trying to take pictures, actual, well composed, beautiful pictures. I mean, you know, I could take a picture and just go for it and see what happens. And if I use it, I use it. If I don't, I don't. But that's, you know, sheet of film potentially wasted. not an exciting prospect. Because I'm not bothered, really, in these prints. I'm not bothered about shadow. As long as there's a bit of detail there, it doesn't bother me at all. I'm more bothered about the highlights and the highlights being bright. So I'm unsure what to do. I suppose if I just meter and see what it says. Then I'll um I'll be a bit wiser. The thing is even down here, even in this light, there's not that many really contrasty scenes. There's some beautiful scenes like this tree, but whether it would make a good album in print is another thing. I suppose I need to be metering, don't I really? Seeing what my light meter says. Hmm. So, I'll put it on 50 and I look there, 8, and I look there, 11. See, that's not that different. 12. Okay, so if 8 is on zone 4, 12 is the brightest bit. on zone 8 whereas 400 gives me a quite a different story I don't know what to do I don't know what to do right let's figure this out let's go back and sit down and just figure this out while the light moves around a little bit I've learned. The best print I got 
was the blue belt. The blue belt was exposed at 200, developed at 400. And the highlights weren't quite there. Now 400 is like 11, 12 minutes. And 200 was a good ISO rating. Because it pushed it a little bit. Now I don't have developing times or anything beyond 400, which is like I said, about 12 minutes. But, Let's just have a look what the massive dev chart says because it might give me some answers. Where is it? There it is. This tree is not comfortable. There we go. Right. So, Farmer Pan 100 at 400 is 11 minutes 30. 100 is 8 minutes. So you're adding on 10, 11, 3 and a half minutes. And that's two stops. So yeah, by that logic, if I had on another 4 minutes, that'll take me to 800. And another... Eight minutes on top of that will take me to sixteen hundred. So that's what's that? Another four minutes is going to be fifteen minutes. Another eight minutes on top of that. Twenty-three minutes. I could be developing for twenty-three minutes. Which I don't fancy. Um, I could stand develop it, I suppose. Leave it for an hour. But that still doesn't tell me what to expose it at. Because the rhododendron, where I exposed at 50, that wasn't a great picture. It was too dense, too uniformly dense. I don't think pulling the foam is going to give me the contrast that I want. So I'm going to have to just decide on a development time. If I expose at 50 or even 100. At 200, sorry. What does 200 give me? Let's look at this tree. This tree is fairly well lit. 200 Right, so F8 is a 15th of a second 100 uh, Right, 200 would give me the contrast that I need and if I develop at 800 that's two stops. 
Is that going to be enough? I imagine it will be because one stop of overdevelopment was nearly enough. And I really don't want to be stood there for 20 minutes. I suppose the best thing to do is just find out, isn't it? Okay, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to expose at 200 and develop for 15 minutes. And I'm going to start with this tree. Because it looks pretty good. So all that testing. That's the basic fact of the matter. I mean, Borut. Borut the Peterlin says that I need a negative density with a D-max of 2.8. And that's just... I don't understand what he means. I can't measure D-max. I don't have a densitometer. Whoa. I'm not going to be able to do this unless I learn to do it. And I'm not going to be able to learn to do it if I keep farting about taking pictures that don't really matter. I mean, looking at the facts, and the facts are these. I got a negative, a print that I was reasonably happy with. Developing at 400, exposing at 200. That's facts, that happened. So it only stands to reason that if I do the same, I'm going to get the contrast that I want and I'm going to get um, density by developing at an extra stop. It just makes sense. And if it's not, then I'll just keep pushing it. I know I can get to 20 minutes fairly easily. If that's what I have to do, that's what I have to do. But, let's just see what happens. It's all part of the learning journey. Now it's time I come at work. Great. Right, lens on. So this tree is a an oak tree. It's a fairly big oak tree. It's um, many, many feet tall, and it is lit on one side by bright sun and. Uh, One side is dark, there's a fantastic array of texture on it. Right, so 
almost scale-like patterns and it's just magnificent. So I'm going to apply a very slight, which one is it, swing? I can never remember which ones these are. Very slight. I'm not going to include that fern in the background because I've got plenty of highlights, plenty of shadows, it's well balanced, it's well focused. There we go, nice and simple. So I already know my exposure settings for 200. I'll just check. the darkest area is eight seven ish and my brightest area is 12 so if I just put eight in zone four 12 goes in zone eight four stops so f11 is an eighth of a second Eleven one eighth of a second. F eleven one eighth. Let's see if it fires. It fires fine. I'm going to go for the exposure. Here we go. Awesome. Good stuff. First one done. Now, I need a fern. There's no ferns that are well lit here, except one, which is sort of well lit. There's a small group of ferns here which are sort of well lit, so I'm going to see what I can do, but I don't know if I will be able to do anything, really. But we'll just have to see. All this started because I saw a fern that was really well lit, and that was weeks ago. All right. And just uh, do this, then I'll tell you what I'm actually doing. The sun's moving pretty quick on these ferns. Have to be fast. Hope it's not too late. 
Might be too late. Okay. That's what I've got. Is a fern that's in the sun, but the sun's moving pretty fast and actually one of them has fallen out of light and I'm unsure as to whether I should use a thing of film on this. But I've got one very bright area and then some dark areas, exactly the same settings as before. Except the sun's moved too rapidly, I think it's got away from me. Yeah, it was very nicely lit, but now it's um, it's fallen too much into shade, so I'm not going to do it. There's a fern a bit further up though, which could be quite good. Looks like it's well lit. And what that awful noise is, this is their street cleaning thing machine. Okay, it's not happening here, so I'm going to move on. I'm not going to bother putting the camera away, I'm just going to carry it around on the tripod. I'm not going far. Um, yeah, it's just, the sun's moving too rapidly down here. And I need to be a bit more preemptive. So the next sunny day I need to come out earlier so that I can be ahead of it. As for now, I'm just going to move on and see if I can find something bit further down the trail that's you know gonna be in position in 10 minutes ah. nice to get some grasses back late but I do need the right kind of composition for that The thing is, there's that many shady areas that it's easy to let things fall into shadow, but there's also that many bright highlights scattered about that it's hard to get any definition. I mean, those ferns I was just looking at, they were really nicely lit, but you couldn't get to an angle where one of them was against a dark background so it kind of it wouldn't have made for a pleasing image whereas the tree it was perfect there's light on one side dark on the other the dark side was against a paler background the light side was on dark background couldn't have asked for a better flow of tones now that tree that I photographed the other day is really well lit and it's an interesting shape and it's on a dark background so I might try and get that while I'm here 
I'll just meter it first since there's not really anywhere to stand it will be a difficult ask even if it would be a good image I have to say I think I've found true joy in large format photography it really is just marvellous right let's see what the old meter says before I commit to anything so my brightest areas whoa is that bit of the trunk there that's 13 and the darkest bit is it's going to be 7 let's see what these leaves are at because if I get these leaves nicely yeah Yeah, this is going to be great. I'm doing it. Ah! I'm doing it. So this tree has... It's... Uh, I think it's also an oak tree. But I could be wrong. turn this round so it's portrait it's got a lovely curve to it and it may be that I'm stood in the wrong place really and I could move over there and make it a bit smaller in the frame but there's lots of stuff going on okay what's that so what did my meter tell me F11 again is a fifteenth of a second. I like it. I like it a lot. One fifteenth of a second on this curly, twisty tree with brightly lit leaves. Okay. Here we go. Awesome. So this is the same tree that I photographed the other day and came out totally rubbish. And that I didn't even do it the print of. Because I knew it was coming out so rubbish. So it's good that I've uh, captured that in a good state of lit light light lit light. Uh oh, that was my meter. <laughs> Please don't be dead. I need you. Oh. Alright, it's fine. Right, let's move on. See if we can find a nice fern. I'm feeling good about this now. I've taken two. <gasps> Bluebells. Mm. Oh, there's a fern. And it's lit nicely. And I can get it on a dark background. Oh, that's absolutely perfect. Nothing in the history of life has ever been more perfect. However, getting the tripod to behave itself is 
clearly going to be an issue. Now then, this is probably going to be better landscape orientation, so I'm going to swap it round. And I might need to just sink down a little bit because the dark background is over there and I am up here. But that's the beauty of having these kind of cameras because I can just use some rise and fall to fix that issue. Sorry about this muffliness, I have to put the t-shirt on to focus and that means you guys are muffled underneath. Right, let's focus on this fern. This fern's just gorgeous. Where's the top of my t-shirt gone? Ah. Oh yes, 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 yes. I could get closer. closer and lower down okay oh yes absolutely ideal right let's back it off a bit no. okay I need to be slightly further away okay I'm just gonna drop the lens bar down a bit front standard sorry Good. So I've got the ferns, the actual leaves in the darker background. I've got a decent amount of detail in the foreground. I'm just going to focus there. Now I'm going to apply a very slight amount of front swing just to make sure all the leaves are in focus. And then if I use a bigger aperture, that should be good. Okay, I feel like this is the picture I've been waiting for all this time. My composition's perfect. Just need to make sure the metering is now too. So my darkest area is that background. That is nine. My brightest area is 13. Okay, so 9 on zone 3, 13 is on zone 7, and I can't go to, I'm going to go F11 again, or maybe I'll go F8 on this one, 30th of a second. Ooh, how exciting, I might shoot this twice. No, I've only got two sheets left. Okay. So dark slide out. This is F8, 30th of a second. And it's a collection of ferns. Oh, there we go. That's it. Oh, it's just superb. 
Now, now I'm in a, a quandary. And I'll tell you why. The negatives I'm making for this are going to be not good for anything else. But I like this scene so much that I'm going to photograph this twice so that I've got one to make an enlargement print from. But this is the last sheet of film I've got for this trip. Right now. And I mean, what time is it? It's half past nine. What I can always do is go home, unload these, load more sheets and come back out. And I mean, I'm coming out again later with Dante. So yeah, I'm gonna do it. I'm just gonna get a pencil and write on here that this is to develop at 200. Right, here we go. Second image of this awesome fern. Now I know what you're thinking. There's no rush. You don't need to rush this. You can take your time. And that's true. But, at this moment in time, it looks like not lockdown not coming to an end, but it looks like it's going to get a bit less intense. Which means, um, I'm going to be back probably at work more of the time which is fine but it means I'll have less time to do this I mean realistically I should be at work now at working from home but these prints require this kind of weather so I needed to grab this day while I could And that means I might not get another day like this. I mean, I know I'm not going to get a day like this this week. So these really are the conditions that I've got to do this project with. And if I get, if I don't get, you know, more than six negatives, that's fine. I don't mind. I'll use what I've got. But I'd like to get, I'd like to try and get about 15 or 20 good ones why aren't you going in there so I feel like while I've got this light and this time I need to kind of use it to the best of my ability and that means that maybe I should go home load up some more film holders and come back out or maybe maybe three is enough for now and maybe I should develop these 
at the times I've recommended myself to develop them and see how they um, how they work and I know that's more testing but it's not really because these are actual things from the project and you know I'll have other sunny days I've done a bit of it I mean I could spend all day out here I could just keep going back loading film coming back out I could shoot the whole project today maybe I don't know I'll tell you what I'm going to go back I'm going to stick these in the developing tank I'm not going to develop the 200 one yet because I want to have more than just one sheet in there and I can't stand trade developing oh, I don't believe it I've come back to my original location and there's an absolutely stunningly lit fern it's perfect backlit on a back, back, back background awesome should have brought the holger what was I saying? yeah I'll go back I'll load these up and then I'll load up the film holders again and I will take them out this afternoon and I'll get some afternoon light that's coming from the other direction in the other part of the woods because there's some nice compositions up there as well that's what I'll do and then I can use the rest of today to load up uh, to coat some paper in albumin that sounds like a good plan then at least I've got some made and ready to go because I'm using a slightly different paper this time I'm going to try some uh, expensive paper for some expensive prints Can people look for TFTMB on Twitter? <coughs> Should people go to Tales from the Magic Box podcast on Instagram? <coughs> can people email the show at talesfromthemagicbox at outlook.com? <coughs> can we be now found on Facebook? <coughs> can people support us on Coffee by following the link in the show description?
it's so hot so it's about four o'clock but it might as well be midday I don't know how high it is but it's got to be up there in the high 20s We were, uh, me and Pooch are off down to the river and I've got four more sheets loaded. Now it's probably the wrong kind of time of day to be out for this but hopefully when I get into the woods it'll be a bit more, you know, a bit brighter but there will be less directional light. I might end up coming out again later. But for now, it's hot, it's sunny, and it's nice. I've not developed the film from this morning yet, I've just put it in the developing tank. I'll put two sheets in the developing tank, not put all of it in. Just want to see what else I'll get. Now I'm heading down to part of the river, leave it, which I hope will give some good results. Usually when I've been coming down here it's been about this time but um, as the days get longer of course the light changes so the scenes that I've been seeing I've been hoping to capture that a month ago at four o'clock would have been ideal now might be a bit different so I guess it's just a case of uh, going down and seeing what's what no, no ball today, it's too hot. Now I'm going to go to the water though, so you can have a little cool off. That's what you wanted. Oh, they've mowed the field, all the dandelions have gone. Dante, don't wander off. Well, the good thing is it looks like no one's about, so I should get a bit of peace and quiet. Because usually when I'm trying to do these pictures, there's Fourteen people around. Dante. Dante. Come on. Leave her No, no. Dante, come here. All that being said, the sun might be too high for this particular scene. But it's on my way, so I thought I'd stop by and see what I could get by the water. Although I suppose if I'm doing, yeah, see I'm still thinking for silver gelatin, if I'm doing albumin, maybe I need it to be where it is. Maybe, pooch dog, I need it up there, come on. Oh, water level's low. Um... 
I mean, I can always set up and see what it looks like, although it's probably going to be a bit too loud for you guys to hear. So I reckon what I'll do is do all this and then talk about it either after I've taken it or after I've not. Because it's going to take a bit of uh, sorting out whether it's landscape or portrait or whatever. And I'm going to have to go in the water. I don't want to go in the water. I'll see if I can do it without going in the water before I decide to go in the water. Ah, oh. oh. right. Hang on, I need my bag. Okay, so that was a quarter of a second at F16 and I got it. Yeah, I did it. Which is terribly exciting. And now I've just come here. I've just found another scene, which is quite nice, which is really backlit. There is an annoying plant in the way, which I'm going to try and just... I don't really want to break it, but I can just pin it down for a sec. And this is some nice backlit ferns, which I wasn't expecting to find. But this place truly is a gold mine. And uh, I could just spend all day down here. And you know what, I might just keep doing trips back and forth. Oh, so I'm definitely going to get a picture of these ferns, they're absolutely beautiful. And they are backlit, gorgeous. And we're looking at 9 and 13. And that, oh, F8 is going to have to be, because I can't use 125th of a second. So F8, 60th of a second. Going to be a glorious photograph. That was uh, F8. Uh, no, yeah, F8, 160th of a second. Now, that was an unplanned, unexpected picture. Dante, where have you gone? But, uh, just up here, there is a, there is a, uh, an expected picture, so I'm going to see if I can get that now. Come here. Come here. Sit. You're alright. Not your fault. So another dog came and uh, came up to Dante and started snarling at him. And Dante responded 
by uh, barking back. Um, kind of scary, but in the kerfuffle, my camera got knocked to the ground. Fortunately, I had taken the lens off, but um, it's okay. It wasn't Dante's fault, of course. And uh, weirdly, that very dog me and Emma had rescued, it was wandering around on its own, it had got out of the owner's window and we rescued it. Come here. So to um, see that it's still not 100% up to scratch, you're alright Pooch, it wasn't your fault. I'm not cross with you. Just wanted you out of the way, that's all. You're okay. Yeah, you're a good co-host. You don't attack other silly dogs, do you? Got your old collar, that one, haven't you? Come on. So, two shots done. The scene that I was talking about before, which is a tree up here, it's not lit, so I can't get that one. So I'm going to head on with the walk. And uh, I've got an idea of where I might get another picture later on. I've got two, which is good. Dante's all scared now. He's scared, he wants to go home. Oh! Well, I've got two shots. I don't think I'm going to get much more in these woods. Having said that, I've just looked around and seen the ivy, and the ivy's great. Ivy, that's a good thing I could look for. Yeah. Ivy on a tree. I could get some good backlit ivy. I suppose this is the advantage of um, something like the Bronica. Because I could have just photographed all these things with the Bronica. Click, 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 click. Well, that isn't really the point, is it? Come on. Put your own way, finally. Yeah. I mean, put it this way, if I was using the Bronica, I could get 12 shots at a time. Great stuff. The negatives are big, the grain would be fine, the detail would be fine, would be wonderful. But I would have to scan them in, or enlarge them, make bigger negatives to contact with them or digital negatives to contact print them. And it would be easier because I'm clearly going to be better at making a digital negative in the computer than endlessly testing Formapan to get the result I want. However, I can contact print these negatives as they are because they're big-ass negatives, which is great. Besides, I like using a large format camera. It's fun. And I, I like using the Bronica, but somehow it's not the same. And I always get that weird fogging at the edges 
which I don't know, still don't know where it's coming from. And I can't tilt and shift with the Brennica. But I could have photographed all those ferns up there. Then I would have had 12 negatives with loads of ferns on. That um, I would never have done anything with once I'd scanned them. Whereas these, these negatives come out okay. I keep them in the thing. And if I want to make albumin prints again, I just pull them out and they're there. Just print with them. Whereas if I want to make albumin prints with a 6x6 negative, Dante! His lead's gone. Come on! Come on! Um, what was I saying? Yeah, means I've got to drag out the stinking. Digital negative and not the actual negative, which is a shame. Even though I do like digital negatives. But it's out of the question because I can't plug my scanner into my computer at the minute, so it matters not. Dante, we've got to go and find your lead. I don't know where I've put it. I've dropped it somewhere. I don't know why. I didn't have it clipped to my belt, but I didn't. So we're going to have to go. Come on. It's not in a pocket. Not in there. Not in there. So that's what I'm using large format because it's chuffing fun and because I get to contact print them. I will of course be scanning the album in prints. Duh. I don't know whether I'll be digitally editing them, you know. I mean I could digitally edit to boost the highlights. No problem. I could digitally edit to, uh, you know, turn them black. But something about that seems wrong. Right, I'm going to just not talk because I'm running out of things to say. Come on, I have to find this lead. So I need to be a little bit alert. So for today at least, I've made five negatives for this project, which I think is good work. Good work for me. could not find his lead but on the way home I did find another composition this fantastically backlit little scene I've got ferns in the foreground big tree big oak tree in the background and uh, lots of nice tones and the uh, EB range is 9 to sort of 13 so I've got a nice a nice lot to mess with. So I'm just going to photograph this and then I'll try and find something else and that will give me enough time to think of a plan for how to get him home without a lead. And it hasn't showed up in my bag anyway so it's definitely back in the woods. I don't know what happened, I don't remember. I remember having it in my hand, I don't remember letting it go. Maybe if I listen back to the recording when I edit I'll remember but yeah it's it's bizarre 
He's not bothered anyway. Okay, so that's the camera set up. I'm probably going to put a bit of a, a swing or something on this, or a tilt, just to break it up a little bit because it's quite a, a busy scene, let's say. Okay, let's focus. I've done my metering. Hello. You were useless finding your lead, weren't you? Okay, so this scene is just beautiful. I want the tree, I want the branches, and I want the ferns, which I've got. So I'm going to focus on the ferns in the foreground. And then if I tilt, I'll get the leaves in. And the rest is kind of ethereal. So if I just put a little bit, just a little bit of uh, front shift on swing on there, and then rotate back, check my focus. Ferns in focus, leaves in focus. That's perfect. Perfect composition. Couldn't be better. This is another one of those scenes where it's kind of a shame. I'm Overexposing it's uh, making it super contrasty because it's a real nice scene. Okay, what does the meter say? F16, 15th of a second. There's a little red mark. That's a coins are a long way. 15th of a second. Don't even think I'm going to use the cable release. So, 15th of a second at f16. There you go. Fantastic. Now, <gasps> don't taste fantastic. I wonder what else. If there's anything else around here while I'm here. That scene was just. Oh. There's tape on it and everything. Literally next to the scene I've just photographed. It's, it's probably in the scene I've just photographed. Is a tree growing out of a rock. But there's ribbons on it. Oh, I could leave the ribbons on. They're alright. Right, it's worth a shot. Might as well try while I'm here. And the sun's good. Do not know when it's going to be like this again. Okay. This one's going to be tricky. And I put the dark slide back in I have. Because I'm rather marvellous. Okay. Straighten everything back up. Open her up. See what we've got here. Okay, I'm just going to. Oops. 
going to tilt it down a bit. This doesn't look so good, now I'm looking at it. There's lots of... Uh, I know what I need to do. I need to get closer and get down. I need to minimise the amount of middle ground highlights that I've got going on. Emphasise the tree and the rock. Like that. Okay, don't like that little thing creeping in the scene there. Okay, it's good. little bit of swing and then recompose that's good all right oh, I'm assuming it's going to be the same settings as before I could be wrong oh no. 30th of a second. Or I could go wide open at 60th of a second. And I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go wide open. And I'm going to go 60th of a second. Bomb, bomb. Alright, so this is f6.3 at 160th of a second and that, ladies and gentlemen, according to Spotify, um, well according to Anchor, is that, that is the last sheet I've got, oh, whoa. So apart from losing Dante's lead, which I'm going to get in trouble for, I would say that was a successful trip. <laughs> Guess what Dante? Guess what? Going home now, what you wanted to do for a bit, you know, since you fight, which you totally won. Food time, I think, don't you? Whoa. Bub, 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 bub. Oh. Didn't even have the camera fully locked off for those. How about that? Right, I'm going to see you um, after I've developed these when I'm making prints.
so I've developed these negatives um, I did develop them for 15 minutes like I said I was going to and they look cool I mean there's still a lot of areas that are thin I mean well there is detail in all the shadow areas and the highlights are very dense so I'm hoping that they'll make good prints but it might be they are still a little bit underexposed um, but the, the, when I pulled them out of the tank the first thing I noticed was the density of the highlight areas it is there they are dark so I think maybe the next ones I'll expose at 100 instead of 200 because there's some areas on this that are black and are going to come out black. If it was a silver jelly sprint, it would be black. So yeah, I think it's going to be a case of expose it 100, develop for 15 minutes because they are they are good. And I'm looking forward to seeing how they come out in prints. Well, as album prints. I do think it's going to be difficult though because there is a lot of there is a lot of dark areas on these but we'll see we'll see what happens so today I'm going to develop the rest the other three um, I'm very windy outside so I need to prepare some album paper so yeah hopefully tomorrow I should be able to make some prints if the weather's playing but first it's a mess in this kitchen and I need to tidy up so I can use the sink. So it's been it's been half an hour and uh, looking pretty dark. So I'm just going to go for it and see what I've got because I know they'll lighten. But they'll darken again when I've toned them. To be honest, I can't see them getting much darker. They're a beautiful reddish brown. So I'm going to take the clips off and see what I've got. Ooh! Ooh, maybe I could have left it a bit longer. Oh yes! Excellent! Right, I'm going to wash these because these are beautiful prints. The highlights are perfect. But maybe I will leave future ones just a bit longer. Because maybe the uh, shadow areas could be darker particularly on the tree print but they are glorious and I know they'll darken down over time anyway but if those highlights stay where they are roughly that'll be fantastic so it looks like um, 200 developed it developed for 15 minutes was right 
The clarity and detail in these album imprints is fantastic. It really is. Okay, I'm just going to leave those to develop a little bit longer. About 10 minutes. Make sure all that spare silver's washed off. Well, I'm going to get the next two negatives ready for um, for printing. I might as well leave them going for the next segment of time while I'm doing this. Oh, these are just fantastic. Fantastic is what they are. So, the next, well, the next paper that I've got is this one, which has very pale highlights. But highlights don't seem to be an issue anymore. So, I'm going to do the two that I took down at the river when Dante had his fight and totally won his fight. I'm going to do the fern that was down there and the water scene because I've got, I think I've got a couple now that are ready to go. How's that one doing? That one dry? Yeah, it's dry. Dry enough. I'm looking forward to seeing how these two come out. These, this one of the water, the tree, is really the one that started all this idea off. Because this is the one that I saw first, months and months ago. And I was waiting, obviously, for certain amounts of things to happen before I was ready to do it. So these two should turn out real nice. I'm going to leave them a bit longer. I'm going to leave them for... Well, I'm probably going to leave them for the full hour because I've been a bit giddy and excited on that one. And the shadows aren't quite where I would like them to be. So I'm just going to leave this one for a bit longer just to make sure that I've got... Oh no, I've got a wet patch. I've got a wet patch on my negative. What's all that about? I need to give this glass a clean really, but it's fine. So the next two have come out after an hour. Ooh. And um, they are, yes, the dark, the hour is definitely the time to leave it. The dark tones are definitely there. Um, I'm a bit concerned about the lighter tones. I mean, they're, they're really light, but I think it's the toner that's darkening them down. Because on the first fern one, that had a lot of white on it before it was toned. Now it's gone that golden colour. So I'm tempted to just give these a very brief tone, as in not a long time, and then fix it. It could be the fix as well. I'm just saying it's the toner because it's actually toned the highlight areas and it's a nice colour but it's not bright it's not as bright as it was so it's doing a good job on the darker areas making those a definitely a deeper brown but I think it's also turning those highlight areas and taking away some of the detail but the um, these two prints are absolutely gorgeous especially the third one the, the detail and sharpness of that print is just great so I've put two more outside now I'm just going to leave these in the toner for a shorter amount of time. I mean, I can see them darkening already. That's probably enough. 
because they're a nice colour. I wondered how long I could leave them before they went really dark and I know um, gold toner is obviously preferential. Sorry, it's fresh fixer. But I'm just using what I've got. These really are nice prints. I'll just let them fix for a little bit and hopefully these highlights don't dark down too much. I'm definitely going to have to reprint the other two, the first two, and leave them for that full hour. But the problem is, I've run out of paper. Two, I've got three pieces of paper left. Two of them have gone real dark, and one of them's nice and pale, so... I've got one negative that I've not printed yet. So I might redo the fern one just for now, and make up some more album and paper. I mean, it won't take long to dry, I could potentially do some this afternoon. But I'm conscious that... Um, Well, I'm quite behind on editing and scanning, particularly with the blog. You know, I've let the blog slide quite a bit. So I need to get on with that really, if I can, because it's, um, it's got away from me a little bit, particularly with my computer being out of action. You know, I've not edited, I've not edited the last few of these episodes. There's a couple of others that I need to get on with that are from way, 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 um, early on in the lockdown, which I've not got to. I mean, I don't even know. I think this will be coming out in June, so I'm miles ahead. So yeah, I've got plenty to do, but I think I will prepare some more album and paper this afternoon, and then if it's nice Wednesday, I can have another go at printing some. Because these are delicious prints. I mean, I could leave the woodland one a bit longer. Get those trees really dark. But yeah, I'm really, really happy with how these are coming out. Much better than my first set of experiments. So I'll take these to the wash now. I'll let them soak for half an hour. And then I'll do the final two. And in that time, we'll peg the washing out. Also, I've got a heap of scanning to do. Oh my goodness, so much scanning. So much scanning. It's criminal. And I'll tell you how far... Um, how far ahead I am with this. I'm currently, well, as I peg the washing out now, I'm going to be listening to episode, uh, let's see, 89 of the Lensless podcast. So I don't know where they are now as you're listening to this, but as I'm, as I'm recording it, they're on episode 89. <laughs> That's how far, far ahead I am. Right, I'll catch you for the last two when they come out. 
So I'm about to wash the last set that I'm doing today. The second set that I did, um, the undertoned are stunning. They're actually really dark and the highlights have come out really nice. Third set didn't come out quite as well. Um, I probably didn't leave them long enough. So these are bit, these ones I'm doing right now have been left for ages. And on that one, okay, but the third one, oh my goodness, absolutely. I've just dropped the negative on the floor. So that one's superb. Detail's good, sharpness is good. The other one, I think this is the one where it was all backlit with the trees. I think it's um, it's too. The highlights are there, just not highlighting enough. So I'll wash these, uh, develop these, and then tone them and wash them. But yeah, so far it's going pretty well. I think I've found out that I need those. Well, the contrasty ones are better, the ones that are, have a dark background. And I definitely need to leave them for an hour, maybe an hour and a half, to get the best kind of thing out of them. So I'm debating whether I want to go out later on and get some more pictures. It's, it's half past two now, and it, the sun is basically at its peak. And this is the sunniest day we've had for a while, so I think I'm going to, this afternoon, head up into the woods. And get a few more pictures. Um, I think I've got about four or five that I'd like to use in the overall project so that's a good start. Maybe I'll reprint some of them but so far this little experiment seems to be working quite well. And if I go in here I've got one, two, three, maybe four that wants reprinting and then five that's washing at the minute. The one of the ferns is stunning and the one of the water is quite nice as well so maybe I'll focus more of my attention around there rather than going back up into the woods um, as it were. But that will have to be a bit later on because I think the sun's a bit too high for that at the minute. So all in all, album printing is going a lot better now that I've worked out the kind of negative that I need and the kind of day that I need to be shooting on. For this, this project anyway. I would like to do some further testing to see what other kind of negatives I could make. For other kind of imagery. But yeah, I'm pleased with how these are coming out. So from me until next time, whenever I pick this up again, I'll say ta-ta. Uh, me and Dante would like to say a special thank you to Sea Hero for supplying some of the music for the show and Kevin McLeod for the fantastic opening music. Please get in touch by following the links in the show notes. And thank you so much for listening to Tales from the Magic Box.
Dante, come on. Dante, come on. You're all right. Nothing's going to hurt you. You're not hurt, are you? I can't see anywhere on you. You've been hurt. You've not been bit. Let's have a look at you. Just stay there. Can't see anything. Not in pain. Walking funny. No, you're okay. Just shaking up like boy. Come on. Come on, we're going to go and have a nice little walkies now. Play with some sticks in a bit, yeah? Come on. You need to be scared. JJ's gone. I can't really complain because it took ages for uh, Dante to settle down. And he wasn't the calmest of dogs when we first got him, but he wasn't aggressive. Alright, I'm just going to see if I've got everything. Yeah, two film holders. Camera's okay. Not got punctured anywhere. Just check the bellows. Alright, you see my construction skills. Absolutely superb. Okay, 